if I'd made 100 calls and it took all day and I didn't have my 10, 10 responses yet, then I made the 100 calls. So I just think you have to have, uh, okay, this is what I need to do. And then I hit that number and I stop. Well, but I have the rest of the day. Then you did good to take the rest of the day off. Wow. Hey guys, welcome back to the Dr. Rewire show. I am your host, Dr. Rewire. I am excited today because today I've got someone I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you about because not from the standpoint of just business acumen, um, but also on the side when it comes to health and well-being and, and discipline as it comes to getting what you want out of life, right? Our, our guest today is none other than Roosevelt Kirby. He's played in the NFL. He's become a very competent Primerica agent. He's been in Primerica for a while. And he believes it takes consistency to be able to do what it takes to become build a long-lasting business. And he's got an extremely strong work ethic. He's been in the the financial services business for over 25 years. And he's here to share with us the the ideas of leadership and what it takes to become a leader inside that. Do you want me to call you Roosevelt? Or do you want me to call you Kirby? What's better for you? Uh, either, I'm good either way, but Roosevelt is easier. So either way. All right, Roosevelt, perfect. Well, thanks for being here, my man. I appreciate you spending the time with us here. Yes, glad to be here. So let's just dive right into this, right? Where did you play in the NFL, first of all? Well, it, it was it was what they call this. Um, I got a cup of coffee. So, I <laughs> so anyway, I grew up in North Carolina, went, went to college on a little small Baptist school, Gardner Webb University, graduated from college and uh, had a tryout uh, with the Falcons, Atlanta Falcons. And um, of course, it didn't last early. I was in the camp for a minute. I made the practice team. And from there, I was... Uh, very shortly released. <laughs> Got it. Well, so tell us about that journey. Like just, you know, just going through and, and playing at that level. What was, what was the differentiator? Cause a lot of times people like to sit and say, you know, it's um, anyone can make it. Anyone can be at the top, but like it takes such a fine difference to play at that next level. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. Yes. Yes. What do you think it, it takes to play at that next level at that professional level? What do you think it, it is that? It's so amazing, um, Dr. Ray, because, because when you look at um, that, that, that next, it's more mental than it is skill set. It, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a will set and a mentality um, because there's a lot of people that have more skills, size, talent, et cetera, but their, their will uh, doesn't allow it. And, the, and, and of course, the mentality, the mentalness, uh, mental toughness that it requires um, to be willing to, to stay the course, you know, to stay the course and make that happen. So when you were like in mental toughness, I mean, my old business partner and, and Steve Siebold, I'm sure you've read 177 mental toughness secrets and him and I worked together. I read mental toughness university for eight years. And in our work together, we trained a lot on the aspects of mental toughness. And one of the key things that I found is a differentiator is not just the ability to grind it out, but be able to be able to stay governed and balanced in between it. Can you talk more about that as an athlete? Like I have the the ideas about it and the study and the science behind it, but talk to us about staying balanced, staying balanced. as an athlete. It's, it's amazing um, the focus that, that that is required because there's, everybody trains. Yeah. Um, they run a certain, you know, uh, everybody's in a weight room. They have cardio that they do. Uh, a few people take it a little further and they maybe work on calisthenics. They work on flexibility to, to prevent injury. Um, and, and, and like you said, but the, 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 the key to the whole scenario is, is having that balance, having the, uh, the ability to, when you're working, you're working. And when you're off, you know, relax it and, and, and to relax, um, 
do not be, uh, or, or I would say, one of, one of the key things that, that I would always see is that some people, when they, they're not giving it all they got when it's time to work and go for it and train. And then at a later time, you know, when it's time to be relaxed or resting, they're wanting to do something like a workout or let's play some ball. Let's do something different. Let's catch. And I, I just think that you have to, when you engage in a moment of, of your training or focus, be focused on that. And when it's time to relax and back off and do that and have fun. That is so valuable in so many ways. Now, how have you applied that in business? Let's talk about that and transition that conversation to business because how, because it, look, reality is right. And even in your business and a lot of the, the businesses out there, everyone's got this, you know, grind it out. The harder you work, you don't want it bad enough, all that kind of mentality. How have you translated that into building your team, your organization from on to off? Like, how do you teach that? You know, it's, it's amazing because I, I, I just, um, my whole focus is, you know, really is work hard, play hard. You know, you got to work hard and play hard. And I just think that when you look at um, in our business, you know, the the, the ability to uh, stay focused, stay disciplined. Yeah. And and then once you, like, for example, let's say if, if it's your goal to this, this was a, was a thing that I did in, when I started my career. I was going to make a certain number of calls a day or get a certain result. So if I want to make a hundred calls today. Um, or after I got 10 positive responses before I got to the other calls, I was done. Yeah. If I, if, if the first 10 calls I made was positive responses, I was done after 10 calls. If I'd made a hundred calls and it took all day and I didn't have my 10, 10 responses yet, then I made the hundred calls. So I just think you have to have, uh, okay, this is what I need to do. And then I hit that number and I stop. Well, but I have the rest of the day. Then you did good to take the rest of the day off. Wow, that's you know so different. I keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That was just yeah, so be, 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 because it's be, because the, the whole idea is it's, it's not what you do in a day that matters. I have this old little, little, little phrase phrase that I coined uh, that I say, you know, um, you know, an hour doesn't make a day, a day doesn't make a week, a week doesn't make a year. I mean, a, a week doesn't make a month, a month doesn't make a year, and one year doesn't make a career. But if I if I say focus on what I need to do today. And I do it tomorrow and this week, then I know that I'm automatically be successful. And it's not because I'm doing it all in one day. It's because I have the focus of what it takes to be successful over the course of a career. And these are daily habits that you have to develop and and maintain. Oh, my son is going to listen to this conversation. I promise you. (laughs) My son is, he is a, a budding athlete. He's a, he's a, he's a pretty good soccer player. But he is disciplined. Like he watches, like he, you know, these kids nowadays, every, every, all the motivation they want is right on YouTube, right? They watch the Kobe videos right. Right. and then they're like, oh, I got to grind it. And I'm like, calm down, son, relax, breathe, <laughs> breathe. Like, I'm like, and I've totally grounded inside the, but he's like, I'm not training. And he injured himself mm-hmm. and he, mm-hmm. and he got a little bit of an ankle injury and, and he's at a tournament and he couldn't play. And I was just like, you, you got to give yourself the time to recover. Once you're done, you're done. And I got to teach him because and he's going to listen to this conversation because it's so important to play the long game, right? Versus the short game. Right. Right. I think it's so important. Like in the neuroscience world, when we talk about, you know, the brain and, and governing that, that's governing dopamine is the long game. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to. It's governing okay. dopamine, right? Because in our world today, everyone's on their phones, right? Their, their dopamine is being hit all the time. The sugars <laughs> and, and, and as salespeople, right, in the sales yes. conversation, people really get caught up. I just, I just sold someone. I just, right. someone. I just 
and they get high and then they crash right after. Right. And it becomes this yo-yo cycle that they go on. And it sounds like to me, like you mastered the game of just discipline of long-term playing the long-term. How did you mm -hmm. get that? Where did that come from? You know, um, I grew up poor, you know, my, my, my mom raised five kids pretty much, um, you know, uh, I don't want to discredit my father. He, he, my mom and my dad split up when we were, were very young. Yeah. And um, from a monetary perspective, my mom, you know, uh, supported the whole family. And so the only thing I ever knew about money was it was hard to come by. Mm -hmm. And of course, the things that you want in life, you got to really be, be willing to, to work for. And um, the only thing that's certain is, of course, the decisions that you make and maintain. Like, Yo, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to, and I'm going to accomplish this. And of course, along the way, uh, no matter what that game looks like, you know, doctor, what, what, what I found is that if, if you play your game, I'm not worried about what the other guy's doing. I'm not worried about what other people are saying. Uh, these are the things that I have to do on a daily basis. And I learned that as a, as, as a, as a youngster and it helped me get out of, you know, a college scholarship in football. Um, and then, and so when I, when I joined my business, uh, I just turned it into to my sport yeah. and I played this business every day. Like it was a sport, knowing that there's disciplines, um, that if you do on a daily basis, this is the result. The only thing you can't gauge is, does the result come this week or next week or next month? Or, but if you keep doing what you're doing, it's just a matter of time. That, and that's kind of how I live. It's really interesting, right? Like, because I don't know if that's, I don't want to challenge that. Okay. Just for a second. Cause it, I okay. agree with you. I want to agree with you, okay. but there's, okay. there's another component inside that, that I want to talk about, right? Like okay. I have a friend of mine, he's in Hollywood, mm -hmm. right? He, 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 he's in Hollywood and he's a very good friend of mine. He's got four Emmys. He's just a brilliant, brilliant guy. And he, he's actually in my documentary. If you've seen it, he's, he's the guy who I've worked with, who uh, helped with two, two Emmys. And, um, and he's like 50,000 people come in to Hollywood every single year. Right. And 50,000 people leave Hollywood every single year. Right. And he says, it's not the work ethic. It's not the discipline. It's not the, it's not that because that's a component of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And he has a way of saying, he's like, mm -hmm. you actually also have to be good. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Like you right. actually have to have right. skill. Right. And, and some talents, a little bit of talent inside that as well. Yes. And, and he's very against this, the motivational side of it, right? But he's like, because a lot of people, and he sees, he's had friends come to Hollywood's a different animal, right? Like everyone mm -hmm. goes to Hollywood and they say, hey, look, you get, and so he says, you know, it's not just about the work ethic and the discipline. Yes, that's, you need that, but you right. also need skill You're right. okay. inside that. Okay. And, I, and, and I think there's some truth to that, right? I think there's some truth to that. I would 100% agree with you. It's on a percentual tool. And that um, this is, this is, this is my, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm five, seven, 185 pounds when I was playing sports, 190, you know, that was I'm playing. And no matter what I do from a digital perspective, I'm not going to be six two. Great. And when I was trying to make it in, in NFL, that's what they were looking for. So when I walked down to the field, immediately I got to overcome that. So to answer your question, yes, there are some careers or some opportunities that no matter how, how hard you work, no matter how disciplined you are, a break is necessary. Yeah. Uh, they just happen to be looking for somebody like you or um, you're just so good that they can't overlook you. 
And so I always talk about, you got to show up, work hard, but you got to get better. And if there's something that you're trying to accomplish and, you know, my brother told me one time, because when I first went to college, I was a little disappointed. I didn't start. I'm, mm. I'm come out of high school. I'm a pretty decent high school player. I get to, to college and, uh, and I'm not a starter. And, um, and so I called my mom and said, man, I can't believe this. The coach is unfair. That was my perception. Coach, because, because I, I, sh- I should be playing. And, um, and so my, my brother, you know, who had played at Wake Forest University says to me, he goes, oh, so you, so that you think the coach is, is, is treating you unfairly? I go, yes, I'm better than the guy in front of me. Mm-hmm. And my brother goes, are you, are you sure about that? I said, yes. He goes, okay, so, so the coach is willing to lose and not play you because he likes this guy better. And I go, well, I don't think he wants to lose, but, but I know I'm better than this guy. He said, okay, well, let me ask you this question. At the time, Doc, Walter Payton was the, was the guy in the NFL that was the best running back in the league. Sure. So my brother says to me, Walter Payton shows up at your school tomorrow. Do you think the coach will play this guy over Walter Payton? I go, of course not. He goes, oh, so wait a minute, Roosevelt. So the coach is not unfair. Why, why would he play Walter Payton? And I said, well, because Walter Payton is a better at, you know, he's better. My brother goes, that's my point, Roosevelt. Obviously, you haven't shown the coach you're better. So to go back to what you're saying, I think there's a discipline that's necessary. I think there's a focus. But if you're not better than the guy in front of you, you're probably not going to make it. Or it's, you know, a break here or there sometimes necessary, especially in a career that needs, uh, the talent is required. Oh, man, I, you know, I love this conversation because my son and I, like at this tournament where he got injured, he, we had the same discussion with him. The same discussion. He was pissed off because the coach didn't play him. And I, I didn't do, like your brother gave you a beautiful story. Like what a great lesson, right? And, and he, he sold you right into it. He trapped you all the way through. <laughs> he nailed you. He's like, I got you, little bro. <laughs> he got you. There's no question. It's great. It's a great story, but it's so true. It's like, you know, everyone wants to play the, the Spud Webb story. Right. Like five, six is playing in the end. Cool. Right. Okay, great. There was one spud web. Can it be done again? Maybe. Right. But there's millions upon millions of people who are five, seven, five, nine, say one, who are good, but just because they're taller doesn't mean they're going to make it. So we have this delusion of everyone running the Roger Bannister story and the spud web story, the exceptional one. And I'm much more of the kind of guy that says, you know what? I don't need to be the first. I'm happy being second because let everyone else do that work to try and be number one. I'm going to refine what number one does and do it better in number two. Right. And, and like our, our society is built with these accolades. Like just, you know, that you're the first to do it. You're the first to do it. Look, the real, I, I, I say this in my, in my seminar sometimes it sounds so demotivational. You are not that special. <laughs> right. You are not that special. Like, if you stop and think about it, through the history of time, right? how many people's names can you recite? Right. You know, I was in Rome, Kirby, uh, Roosevelt. I was in Rome, I don't know, two years, last year, actually. Last year in Rome, I took the family, went to Rome, and we're walking on through Caesar's castle and the Colosseum and all that stuff. And, and I was awed in pure humility of the magnitude of what this guy built, right? Wow. wow. Just just unbelievable what he built inside that. And that was like, I think, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong, like the 8th mm-hmm. century. Mm-hmm. We're talking 1,200-ish years ago. Yes. Or maybe the 10th century, 1,000 years. I'm off by a couple hundred years. Nonetheless, and we went to do this 
escape room with the family just the other day and Caesar again. I'm like, that's a name that has lasted through the test of time. Right. 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 How many billions upon billions upon billions of people have come and left the planet? Right. Reality is like, we're probably not going to be the next Caesar. That's right. 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 Probably not. And so it sounds so demotivational, mm-hmm. but it also brings you back down to practical reality. Mm-hmm. The students say, mm-hmm. what are you going to do to survive, then have your life express all of it so you can thrive? You follow what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm saying that because I want the listeners to kind of catch this thing in understanding that, like, I find it very, you want to build a business, build a business. Don't right. do it to be this, the next Steve Jobs. Right. Just right. build a business to serve people and help people right. and help as many people as you humanly can right. while you can and call it a day. Like it's right. such a simple yet demotivational message. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it's accurate. But it's accurate. I guess what are your thoughts on that when I say that? I, I 100% agree with you. And, and, and again, depending on um, the business that you, that, you, that you choose to be in and what you choose to do with your life, um, if it's something you want to be remembered by my brother, again, the same brother of mine, older brother gave me this advice one time. He said, Roosevelt, you know, um, if you really want to live forever, um, do something uh, that will affect people's lives. That's right. Like find a career that you help people and affect their lives and you live forever. And when you're dead, people still talk about you. And so that's what I, I, I and agree with what you're saying, Doc. I don't think that, um, uh, like you said, we're not that special. And um in, in this regard, I mean, we are, but we're not that special in this, this regard. It's easier to remember. That name will, will has lasted. Um, what we, what we, the impacts that we'll have is, is in our kids or family and friends. Did we, did we help impact their lives and make it better? So when we're gone, they continue to um, appreciate what we did for them. And I think yeah. that, uh, that's it. Again, I guess the point I try to make with it, right, is like, don't do it for the purpose of your ego. Do it for the purpose of service. Correct. Right. And I, I see you got a side. I'll always stay humble and kind. Right. And that's, that's kind of the message inside of that. Right. You stay humble yes. and kind. Inside that. Yes. So Roosevelt, you've had all this massive success. This conversation of sports and discipline is so valuable to so many, on so many different levels. I can't even tell you, but you're building your business You're So are you still consistently building? Are you, are you branching out? Are you diversifying yourself? Where do you, where do you see the next five, seven, 10 years of yourself growing to? You know, we are, we are, we are as, as focused today, I, ironically, you know, I, I say to people all the time, I'm more excited today about, about the business that I am, that I was when I started, uh, we are focused on continuing that, on that journey. Um, you know, it's a different journey today. I have a, I have a wife and kids and family. And, um, and so we spend time now, I spend time now enjoying the, the scenery as we grow. Uh, when I first got started in the business, it was just, it was this course of blindness and focused on the business, but today is it, um, it, it, it has evolved into a family business. And, um, and I just, I, I enjoy, I enjoy the ride. I'm, I'm not, uh, at all. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I could say I'm satisfied. I'm comfortable. I'm happy with what we've accomplished, but there's so much more. It's like when you discover potential, I think I have a little more. And, and my goal is to continue to, uh, grow that potential and bring people, people with me now that, that more than anything else is we're discovering people in our business that, that could have success. And that's, that's our focus today. Let me ask you this as a leader who 
obviously had to stay super healthy and disciplined with your with your diet. You look like you're still trained pretty hard um, inside that. Like, do you do you talk about health and, and fitness and lifestyle with your current team, and, and and how how important is it to implement that for their performance? Yeah, I talk about that all the time, Duck. And I, I, as you said, I, I on a daily basis, I, I work out pretty much every day. I, it's a different workout today. I, you know, I have a Peloton bike. I'm at the gym. Um, I think it's it's, it's smart to. Uh, I, I, the, the Steve Jobs, come back to a Steve Jobs quote, and I guess he said something to the nature of, um, uh, something to the nature of, um, eat your food carefully, or something about eat your food carefully. Or one day your food will be your medicine, or something like that. And and I just. I just always thought like, wow, man, be, you know, that, uh, that's important. Diet is important. In other words, what you're just saying. So I, and I talk about that to our, to our team. I, you know, I say all the time, you know, who cares how much money you have if, if you can't enjoy, you know, a lifestyle, if you cannot enjoy just, um, um, you know, enjoy what you've created, enjoy your family, your kids. So I'm always talking about, uh, fitness and, and finances. I love that fitness and finance. The two Fs. I love it. It's great. Roosevelt, what do you want to share? Like your, your story, I'll tell you what, and I don't mean to float your boat. There's not a lot of guests that inspire me with conversation. that get it. And this conversation has been super inspiring to me because I, I loved listening to, you know, just to recap everything. Once you've done hit the goal, stop working. Like stop, just go take the time off, do whatever you want to. You want to watch TV, watch TV, you earn the right to get there. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think that is so valuable a lesson that I wish more people would would bring into the world. It's so valuable. What do you want to share final words kind of with the listeners in, in your world and what you'd like to bring to them? You know, I just, I just, um, I, I want to be the right example to, to my kids, to my family, uh, to the people in our business. Um, you know, uh, if, if anybody know me, really know me intimately, I, I think the stay humble and kind is, is kind of like if, if, it, if there's a quality that I think that's the most attractive uh, in the world is just, just humility. Uh, be someone that um, do not allow success or press or, you know, monetary gain to change the fact that there's, there's in the big scheme of things, there's so much more to be, to be done, you know? Um, and I, I just think that, um, you know, our, our kids, our family, Examples that we that we said is is ultra ultra critical. My my kids are in sports. You know your your son's soccer. My my oldest daughter she's a soccer player. As a matter of fact, she just got back. We just got back from the East Coast at uh, a soccer tournament. She was in the in the champ, national championships. Her nice her team. And uh, my oldest son he's uh, he's fifteen, but he's uh, a basketball player and football player right now. Football season and and so he's into that. And so I just and my youngest daughter she's a you know she's basketball volleyball. Um, she does horseback riding. And so, and my wife, I gotta, I gotta pluck for my wife because she, cause she, she makes it all happen. I mean, sure. it's, my life is so easy because of the things she does. But, but to answer your question, I just, I just know that, um, that, um, when it's all said and done, we're going to look back on this busy life we've had and, and just enjoy the, the moments that we create with those people that's most important to us, business partners, our clients, family, and, um, and I just, I just so always, I just, I love it. I, I, I love the, the fact that we can impact people's lives depending on the choices that we make. I love that. I, I love every aspect of it. And I think you're absolutely right. And, um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, where can people learn more about you? Where can they follow you? Where can they kind of see what you're up to and what you're doing? Yes, yeah, Kirby Finance. Um, 
that's, I think that's my, uh, Kirby Finance is our, is our Instagram, is our, is our handle. Um, you could, uh, my, my email, you can email me, Kirby Directs with an S, K-R-B-Y-D-I-R-E-C-T-S, Kirby Directs at gmail.com. And um, you can always call me, 916-870-7472. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. We'll put all that in the show notes as well. Kirby, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate it. This conversation was very inspiring for me. Thank you so much. Thank you, Doc. You betcha. Have a good day.